book is full of amazing prophecies. Let me illustrate this from the book of Isaiah. Recently, archaeologists discovered this seal impression that is almost certainly that of the prophet Isaiah. Now, this is not the real size of it. It's just blown up to, so we can see it. The real size is about as big as your fingernail. Just a very tiny little seal. Now, it's 2,700 years old, dating back to around 700 BC, the exact time when, according to the Bible, Isaiah the prophet lived. And it was found close to the seal impression of a contemporary king and a friend, King Hezekiah. Now, from the historical material in Isaiah's book, we know that it dates back to around about 700 BC. And in his book, he makes some amazing prophecies regarding the future of Jerusalem, Babylon and its impact with Jerusalem and the temple in Jerusalem as well. And all of these prophecies were made at least 100 to 150 years before the events took place. Firstly, he said the Babylonians would destroy Jerusalem and take captives to Babylon. Notice the book of Isaiah. Behold, the days are coming when all that is in your house and what your fathers have accumulated until this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, says the Lord. And they shall take away some of your sons and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Isaiah 39 verses 6 and 7. Now Nebuchadnezzar ruled the Babylonian Empire from 605 to 562 BC. He actually made three raids on the city of Jerusalem during this time, in 605 BC, 597 BC, and in 586 BC, he destroyed the city. Now the biblical record states that King Jehoiachin, one of King Hezekiah's descendants or sons, was indeed taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar to Babylon. Notice what the Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 24, verse 15. Nebuchadnezzar took Jehoiachin captive to Babylon. Now, I have here a very fascinating replica of the Nebuchadnezzar tablet. This clay tablet records Nebuchadnezzar's second raid on Jerusalem in 597 BC. It says that because the kingdom of Judah had stopped paying tribute to Babylon, in 598 BC the Babylonian army besieged Jerusalem and it finally fell on the 15th or the 16th of March in 597 BC. And it says that King Jehoiachin of Judah was carried off to Babylon along with very heavy tribute. Now the Bible even informs us around 600 BC that Jehoiachin received a daily ration of food from the Babylonians. Notice what the Bible says. As for his, talking of Jehoiachin, as for his provisions, there was a regular ration given him by the king of Babylon, a portion for each day until the day of his death, all the days of his life. Jeremiah 52 verse 34. Now this clay tablet in the Pergamon Museum in Berlin was discovered in Babylon. It actually records the rations issued to Jehoiachin and his sons by the Babylonians. Imagine it. All of this amazing evidence shows the prophetic reliability and historical accuracy of the Bible. The Bible mentioned rations and they found the ration tablet. However, Isaiah also predicted some 150 years in advance that King Cyrus 
the Medo-Persian king would capture Babylon and that a factor in its fall would be the fact that Babylon's gates were to be left open for King Cyrus. That is what the Bible says. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him and loose the armour of kings, to open before him the double doors, so the gates will not be shut. That's Isaiah 45 verse 1. Isaiah even predicted that as part of the capture of Babylon, its sea, that's the river Euphrates, would be dried up. Notice what the Bible says. Who says to the deep, be dry, and I will dry up your rivers. Who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd, and he shall perform all my pleasure. Isaiah 44 verse 27 and 28. The prophet Jeremiah, writing about around 600 BC, prophesied the same thing before this took place. Notice what he said. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will plead your case, take vengeance for you. I will dry up her, that's Babylon he's talking about, her sea, that's the river Euphrates. Jeremiah 51, 36. Now, according to Isaiah, Cyrus would also set the Israelites free and assist them to rebuild Jerusalem. Notice again what Isaiah predicts. Thus says the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus, I have raised him up in righteousness. He shall build my city and let my exiles go free. Isaiah 45 verse 13. Finally, Isaiah predicted that Cyrus would help the Jews to restore the temple. Notice again what Isaiah said. Who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd. He shall perform all my pleasure, saying to Jerusalem, you shall be built and to the temple. Your foundation shall be laid. Isaiah 44 verse 28. Now all of these predictions were fulfilled exactly. History reveals that when King Cyrus attacked Babylon, a great feast was taking place inside the city. And outside the city, by digging channels that led away from that part of the Euphrates River that flowed through the city of Babylon, he lowered the level of the river, thus allowing his soldiers to wade along the riverbed, river beside the city walls that were on both banks of the river, the city on both sides. However, that night with the party going on, the river gates were left open, thus allowing Cyrus to, and his soldiers to march into the city of Babylon and to easily take it. Now, you know, this cylinder here, known as the Cyrus Cylinder, is one of the most amazing discoveries. It's mute evidence to the Bible's prophetic reliability and its historical accuracy. On this cylinder, Cyrus tells us that when he took Babylon, he allowed the people, like the Jews, to return to their homelands and to build or rebuild their temples. Amazing when you think about it. An incredible archaeological discovery that helped people see the Bible was not only accurate, but its predictions were reliable. But the question is, why did God give all these predictions about Cyrus and Babylon through his prophet Isaiah and his other prophets regarding other matters? Isaiah tells us exactly why. Notice what he says in his discussion about Cyrus. Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, I have even called you by your name, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting, in other words, the whole world, that the whole world may know there is none beside me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Isaiah 45, verse 1, 4 and 6. 
God says through Isaiah, you see, that the ability to predict the future is like his signature, that he alone is God. Notice again from Isaiah, remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is no other. How do we know that, that he is God? He goes on to say, I declare the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done. Isaiah 46 verse 9 and 10. You know, when Jesus Christ was here, he spelt out even more clearly as to why God's prophets made predictions. Notice what he said. Now I have told you, he was making some predictions himself, I've told you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe, John 14 verse 29. So prophecy helps us to believe in God. But why does God want us to believe in him as the only God? Isaiah tells us, notice what he says. Look to me, says God. In other words, trust me and be saved, all you ends of the earth. For I am God and there is no other. Isaiah 45 verse 22. God wants us all to be part of his soon coming eternal kingdom. Because in that kingdom, there's going to be no tears, no pain, no sorrow and no death. We've seen too many tears. We've felt too much pain on our planet. We've had too much sorrow. And we stood over the graves of too many loved ones and friends. Thank God he's about to set up a kingdom with none of those things. So you see, he gave all these amazing prophecies to help us believe that he exists and that by putting our trust in him, we can be saved. In other words, we can be part of his eternal kingdom that he's about to set up. So why not study the prophecies of the Bible, especially those of the books of Daniel and the Revelation, in order to understand the meaning of the momentous current events that are taking place all around us today and to know what's about to take place. Let me assure you, your faith in God will soar as you do.